Hey, this is Bez Stone. And this is Freya Dietrich. And welcome to the Infinite Relating Podcast. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Here we are. Infinite Relating. We got our tea. We got our dog. <laughs> and we have our topic. We have our topic. A very, very personal topic. I'm I'm really excited to explore this with you. Yeah, this one, uh, it's great because this one's been fucking me, especially fucking me up this week. Yeah. And then I went, as I explored that, I was like, oh no, this is the one that fucks me up all the time. Yeah. Ooh. All the time. Wow. This is, this, this is it. That's bold. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some work to do. Yeah. It is the too much, not enough dynamic. Yes. Yeah. And I had this realization this, this week exploring this concept with friends and lovers that when I'm not in partnership, I run the not enough story or this has been my pattern. And when I'm in partnership, it's the too much story that runs the show. And any time I feel any anxiety, there's some part of my too much story. Yeah. It's really, it's, I'm too much and I'm going to scare them away. I want them too much. Mm -hmm. I love them too much. I need too much. I'm too expressive. I'm too expansive. I'm too bold. I'm too, what all of the things that there's so many flavors of this too muchness. And when I can get underneath it, what I'm, I'm, when I'm not attached to any outcome, I I, I can stand in this space of like, I could never be too much for Mm -hmm. anything that is meant to be mine. Like, yeah. like this is, we're, we're in expand, like this is what we're doing in life, right? We're expanding and we want to expand. This is our growth and our healing is to, to be in that state of expansion. And too much just means I've outgrown something mm. or it's not aligned. So I can never be too much for what's mine. But that sounds, it's easy to say abstractly. Yeah. It's a lot scarier to say when I'm in love with somebody and I want connection with them. And what if my too muchness, um, pushes them away totally. or, Yeah. I love this topic, and I need to be honest, my, <laughs> my mind is stuck on something you said, which I need to take a slight detour for, Yeah, right before the podcast started, when you were talking about that, there's some fans of ours on the podcast, I swear, we will we'll get back to the topic, thanks yeah, for no, rolling with me here, because I like, <laughs> literally can't think about anything but this. <laughs> we have some fans that talk to us about, you know, infinite relating, yeah. and the things they hear on the podcast, and we have some... You know, we were both in our 40s, and we have some younger fans, but like what you were just yeah, talking about. Yeah, early 20s. Yeah. yeah, early 20s fans who, you know, thank you so much for listening. I also have a 15-year-old daughter who I talk to Infinite Relating yeah. about, and so you were just saying, yes, <laughs> can you imagine if we had done this 20 years ago, you oh know, and if we'd been God. taught this from, from growing up, and then you said, I would have had so many more orgies. That. <laughs> I can't. I just. I can't. I know. I love. I'm like. I'm not gonna have. I'm gonna have all these partners. I was like, no. I because I would have the best orgies. That is like to have people who love each other and hold each other and are creative and sovereign. No expectations and are sovereign and are just like, let's play and own our experiences and then like cuddle and talk about our feelings afterwards. Oh my god. And then have breakfast together the next day or whatever. Like that is my my dream. Yeah, it would be so funny. I I just loved it because I feel like my mind was expecting you to say, God, I would have avoided so much heartache about marriage, but you were like, I would have had (laughs) orgies. Okay, yeah. I just have to go back to that. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, I feel you. 
feel that I would have been able to expand my too muchness in that realm right? in such a great way. Such a great way. Oh, I'm too much? Next. Right. <laughs> like, totally. Really? Oh, yep. It would have been so, it'd be so freeing. And talking to these young women, I'm just like blown away. Mm. Blown away how they are showing up and doing this at that age. Like, I just feel like I was... Yeah. I was so wrapped up in so many stories of what yeah. I was supposed to be doing, yeah. what it was supposed to look like on the outside. Totally. And yeah. and I'm so grateful I'm not not there now. Well, now now we're unraveling. Yep. Because sure. yeah, because the too much is part of the from what those stories were. We were supposed to be contained. Yeah. Women are supposed to be a certain way, uh, especially in a relationship. We're not supposed high maintenance. We're not supposed to be high maintenance. Oh my god, that used to screw me up so much. Uh, I, I still, I still, and then like the idea of like I have needs versus I am too needy. Right. Though, and those, and it, and it feels like again when I'm like when I'm secure. Like today, I feel really good. I feel I'm in love. I'm loved. I feel solid. I feel really connected to my truth. And so when I'm there, I'm able to say yes. I get to have needs, and I get to express them, and I get to have them heard, and maybe. Maybe I don't get to have my needs met, you know, like we discussed last week. I don't get to have my need for sugar fulfilled at the hardware store, Mm -hmm. but I do get to ask for them and I do get to have them fulfilled. The challenge is anytime there's any relationship anxiety or I'm premenstrual or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. like it's cloudy. I don't know, whatever, whatever throws me off that day, that, that sovereignty, that like owning, I get to have needs really dips into I'm too needy yeah. and and that is really hard and that's yeah. the too needy part of the too much too like the too much umbrella covers all of my bullshit <laughs> totally. all of my bullshit it's really convenient that way that's true yeah. right I just it's, and I, I really was appreciating we were talking about this a couple of days ago and I loved how you just said you know before our little orgy interruption that <laughs> once you get into relationship you're too much and when yeah. you're not in relationship, you're not enough. Right. And I was like, oh, mine's the opposite. Like, once I'm in relationship, if I'm anxious, it's usually because I'm afraid I'm not enough and that right. they've lost interest in me. And when I'm single, I tend to be think I'm too much because people, you know, if someone's not interested in dating me, it's always because I'm too intense. I'm too, right. too much. So just somehow seeing that we had polar opposite experiences just helped reveal the bullshit further of the story. Right. That's like, you know, this is just like I like we were just saying, like it's a convenient way of running anxiety. You know, it's mm. always it's always fascinating. It's always seductively um scary, you know, yeah. to be like, what if I am actually too much? Or what if I am not enough? And like without stopping to really investigate like not enough for who? Like too much for who? Like for who what? is this mythical person? Right. That, you know that I'm thinking I'm I'm just unilaterally too much for. You know. Right. And I think that for me, one of the things I've been noticing is that the too much, my too much or not enough story, almost never has to do with something that actually happened. Right. Like yeah. it almost never has to do with like okay, because uh, I can be loud and sort of um, outgoing and. Like sometimes and you make really great noises. Thank you. <laughs> I do make a lot of noise. really inspiring, pleasurable noises. But, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm very expressive, <laughs> and almost. I mean, sometimes, yeah. I'll I'll be like like we we're both dancers. Like we've talked about, we are in the ecstatic dance community deeply here in our town, and um, 
which is a really awesome free form, form of dance if you don't know what it is. Such a great life cinematic. Life-changing. Yeah, life-changing connection to your body and your experience. Yeah, and very few, very devoid of expectations also. Yes, which is wonderful. really great playground to, yeah, yeah to, to play in that realm. Yeah. Of your own expectations and others. And, right. And yeah. But there's no rules and everything. Um, and yeah, sometimes at ecstatic dance, and we do contact dance, which is like a partnered form, sort of free form partner dance. And there are times where I will make a large noise yeah. <laughs> during dance, and Freya will look over and be like, "Oh, it you know? feeds me." I was like, "I'm like, oh, I like it helps my too muchness because when mm. I make noises, I get giggly when I and, and like right. squealy. Moaning, but when I yeah. moan, when I dance, but when I hear that, I'm like, oh, I want to be the person who makes you oh, make that noise. Hey, like it's hot. so hot, it's so hot, and so I'm like, why would I be afraid of making those sounds? They're so right. yummy. Mm. Yeah." Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And sometimes I will have a moment where I'm like, wow, that was loud. Yeah. Or where I'll be like, I, like I wrote you a text in all caps this morning. And I, <laughs> as soon as Freya came here, I was like, was that all caps too aggressive? Because <laughs> like. And I didn't even notice. Didn't even so notice it, it was like the appropriate, apparently. Yeah, it was just my expression. Yeah. But in those moments where I'm like, oh, was that too far? Was that too loud? Too many all caps? <laughs> I'm actually not running a story like, oh my God, the fundamental, you know, the fundamentally right. flawed feeling that like just inherently I'm too much for everyone, that right. my basic nature is wrong, that, you know, or I'm not enough, the way that I'm designed is somehow flawed. I mean, that's really, I think, what it boils down to. Yeah. When I actually do something that's too much, I don't tend to run that story. You know right. what I mean? Like, no. it's not, that's not when really it tends true. to happen. Um, it tends to be, you know, some other trigger that has me feeling anxious and yeah like we've been talking about this whole week because this has been coming up um I I really am starting to see it as just a convenient distraction Mm. like a compelling convenient distraction that for some reason it's not provable we can't prove otherwise really you know like there's no way to prove to myself that I, I might not be too much for some people or that I might not be good enough um so therefore, I can ruminate on it forever. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's yeah. always yeah. it's always fresh. It's always it, exciting. It really it really <laughs> permeates. And yeah, and I and yeah, I can apply it to everything. I think the way like you said, I'm not really feeling it so much. Like oh, I did this thing, and now everyone thinks I'm too much. Mm-hmm. It's it's a big part of like what feels alive right now is like I as part of um, being in a relationship. Like I've talked about before, I was in a marriage with an addict, in an abusive relationship with an addict, and so part of what I my survival mechanism was to shut feeling down and just to numb everything out. And so now I'm in this amazing healing space of reconnecting to sensation in my body mm. and remembering I'm actually a re- highly sensitive person. That's my like default who I am. And yeah. so connecting back to all of those high sensations when I'm feeling high sensation, when I'm fe- having a lot of feelings connected to the sensations that are rising in my body, my too much story mm. is like, what happens, what happen? what will happen? Like, it's dangerous if I let this out, if I express this, if I share this. Right. But yeah, it's not, it's not like the thing I did. Right. It's the story of like, if I really allow myself to be my true self, if I really allow people to see me or if I really feel into all of what it is to be in this human experience and share it, it's too much. And so it is, it's a really um, convenient cage yeah. that I keep myself in. And, and I think we're, this is like, we're going to keep obsessing about, it's like an upper limit yeah. um, type thinking. Like I, it's my upper, it's, it's keeping me in my place. 
right. this story. Ooh, I like that. It really, and it's my own self-check so that I don't grow too big, so I don't mm. grow too far out of my comfort zone. Mm. That That's really where it comes alive. Yeah, it's not the individual. I mean, I, I, I'm... I remember the beginning of my relationship with Lee. I definitely kept a close eye on how many exclamation points I would use. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, God, we're past that stage. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but beyond, like, those little, like, silly moments, it's, it's, more, it's more the story. It's the, it's the way that, like, I beat myself up when I'm trying to... It's, like, almost, like, prevent myself from being expressed as too much. Right. Totally. No, that makes so much sense. And yeah, when you were talking about that, I really appreciate what you were saying about how, you know, ironically, being afraid that I'm too much causes me to contract, yeah. you know, so that it actually limits my true expression, yeah. which is just what it is. You know, my expression right. is what it is. And my feelings are what they are. And, you know, I'm someone that thinks we have like far less control of ourselves than we think we do yeah, <laughs> of anything. Right. And that, you know, feelings and sensations are surging through my body and I do feel things really deeply. I've actually started coming to a place where I just tell people straight up that I'm a reactive person. Ooh. <laughs> I've just started telling people. I've been like, yeah, I'm a reactive person. Like I have housemates and we had a we got some new housemates this year. We've had several new housemates, really great crew right now. Um, and we had a meeting and it was so empowering to just say, yeah, I, I, I react to everything really strongly. I love this notion. Yeah. And I, I self-manage really well too. I used to have an incredible temper and, uh, behaved in a lot of ways that actually were too much, you know, that, but not necessarily too much, but that were just like aggressive and not kind and not, um, uh, collaborative. Yeah, you know? and probably not aligned with what you were really trying to get. Totally. Yeah, it was a lot of fear response. Yeah, you know, I really yeah. think that all that behavior is just a lot of fear. Um, but yeah, but now it feels really good to be able to say, yeah, I'm going. I, I feel things really deeply, and I I'm, I react to them. Yeah. And I react strongly, and that's something to just know, you know, and and that I know about myself. And instead of feeling shame about it, I almost felt like some level of pride at yeah. my self awareness and at. Like, once I know, once I understand how my system operates, I can then adjust for that, you know, so right. that, and see the benefit of it. I mean, being a strong reactor also makes, like, sex, for example, really, really fun. Mm, right. Because I feel everything really deeply, yeah. and I'm very reactive, or, you know, watching a movie, or some kind of emotional moment where it's right. like, wow, I'm feeling this, like, so deeply, and it's actually really beautiful. There's, and there's two things that are coming up as I listen to this, like, I feel like, one, it's just really validating, like, yeah, this is just who I am. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to hide it or change it, I'm just like, this is who I am, this is, and so it's like a calling card to the world, mm -hmm. and so the people... And this is, I keep seeing this more and more in our community. The people who are aligned to that, who are drawn to that, yeah. that you, because you're owning it, because you're rising in it, you're going to attract the people, the people who are meant, you're meant to connect with in that way are, are, are going to see that and are going to feel that. Or if you hid that, like you might not have those connections with totally. the right line people. Um, so there's that big thing. And then just like the, there's just like this, um. Uh, compassion and sovereignty in it mm. that just feels really healing like this is who I am and and it's this like notion of like how can we walk through this life living our most authentic and purposeful mm. yeah journey totally. and the way to do that is to really stay connected to who, to own who we are like this yeah. is your unique expression of who you are yeah this is my unique expression of who yeah and that that it's such a 
gift to ourselves and to the world. I mean, God, like, imagine living in a world where everybody felt free to, like, walk around in their, like, fullest expression of who yeah. they are, like, unashamed. That's a fucking juicy world. Yeah, and then you really world. get to know who you want to connect with. Right. Because people are fully expressed and they're not hiding and there's not, like, a... A switch once you get to know them, you're like, oh, you were this. I thought you were this like you yeah. know, quiet, mellow person, and you're really reactive. Like totally. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god, so much. Yeah, so much is coming up when you're. Saying, <laughs> my mind is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. right? Yeah, this is a really. Yeah, it's huge, and I, I think that. Okay, I'll try to just think of what I was just thinking of. Maybe in <laughs> one order. one pathway. Um. Yeah, I really appreciate how when. When something is hidden is when it gets weird. You know, yeah. I just think that that's always true. When you were talking at the beginning about having needs versus being needy, I think that being needy is actually the when we suppress our needs, that's when people feel needy. Right. You know, that's when there's kind of that yucky, <clears throat> excuse me, feeling of, you know, this person is never satisfied. They're always, they're grabby, mm. they're clingy, they're, you know, and usually those types of people are when, I, I mean, I've been that person. So when I'm, when someone's in that mode, let's say, because it's not necessarily a personality trait, um, there is actually, actually, ironically, we're not just coming out straight with our needs, you right. know, instead we're, we're trying to not be needy and that's what makes us needy. You know, oh, yeah. like, we're using manipulative yeah, strategies. We're, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was thinking as you were talking for some reason about the kink community and how what I love about some fringe communities is that there's a deep ownership of some of these, you know, too much things, like in yeah. terms of, you know, kinks, sexual preferences, like things that turn people on or that they want to explore. And how when there's permission for that, just like you were saying, then people can find each other in yeah. some pretty amazing circumstances. You know, like there's, I, I remember this is kind of maybe, this might be too much. Oh, no, I'm some excited. of our listeners. I'm <laughs> But I remember, like, oh, my God, 12 years ago when I was first, like, realizing that, you know, oh, my God, it's such a, it's such a huge awakening around sexuality and realizing how much um, programming I had and how it started really quick was from a like, personal growth kind of group I was involved in. And we had to go to a party as what we're not. Like, the thing we mm. most have X'd out, like, that was how we talked about it. The thing we've most been like, I'm not that. Right. And so there was this guy who showed up who's like the most mild, like in real life, like sweet, soft, like guitar playing, mm. like ponytail, like super <laughs> loving, very heart opening dude. And he came in wearing like leather pants with his shirt open and he had a lawn chair and he had a beer. <laughs> Oh and he just God. slapped the lawn chair down. He sat in it, and he was like, "Where are the bitches?" Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God!" It was so like the polar opposite of who he is. So fun. And I ironically went as a slut because at that time, Whoa. that was a total shadow part of me. And oh, as wow. some of you know, and some of you might not, I worked in sex education for like ten years. After that, I gave a TED talk on female orgasm. You can yeah. look it up. Um, I got really, and I went deep into the world of sexuality. <clears throat> in all kinds of ways but at that time I was terrified because that was like the one thing in my family that would be the worst thing a woman could be I didn't you know this about you I yeah. love this mm -hmm. so much the worst thing like worse than being like broke or you know uneducated whatever the other things were it was like being a slut yeah and absolutely. so I went as the slut and I had I mean I I had a lot of fun with the where the bitches guy <laughs> Because we were obviously on the same wavelength. Oh my god, it's amazing. And I, had, and I came home, and I remember my teacher at the time was like, this is such, this, 
this is so, this looks so good on you. Like, oh, you know, how can God. you explore this more? And so anyway, so what I was thinking of was then what I did at the time, because this was like 12 years ago. I mean, I think like I'm dating myself here, but maybe Match.com existed. Maybe Plenty of Fish was a thing. You know, this is a long <laughs> time ago. And I, they were just getting started, though, because this was like, you know, pre kind of smartphones even. And so I went on Craigslist because you used to be able to have like the Craigslist had a whole, right. um, you know, it wasn't, it's not chance encounters. That's just one of them, but like of personal ads. Right. And so I started just looking on some, I don't know how I found some category that was like weird, you know? <laughs> and I remember looking at that thing and being like, oh my God, I read these posts that were like, this guy was like, you know, 33 fit man seeking married man who wants me to come and in, sneak into his house at night, you know, with consent, yeah. fuck his wife one time and then leave. You, you oh. can interrupt us, pull me off of her. And then I leave and I only want to do it one time. I only, I'm only into this one time. I don't want to do it again. I only want it like a fresh I woman each time. I love the specificity. I know. Of... And I was like, you're allowed to say that? Are you kidding me? Like, that is so hot. It was so hot. And then I found one that was like, you know, I'm a six foot two, you know, woman of color looking for a man who wants to get peed on. And Ooh. I was like, wow. And, and put on a leash. Oh my God. And I was like, wow. Or maybe that was the opposite, and it was actually the dude being like, I'm looking for a woman over six feet who wants to be on me. I don't remember, <laughs> but I was just, like, absolutely blown away. I will never yeah. forget that feeling. I can picture it in my mind, like, sitting at this chair in front of my computer being like, I am I am playing so small. Like, right, I, right, I haven't thought exactly. about anything. And some of the specificity, especially of the guy that was like, I only, I only like fresh couples. Like, I don't want to do this on a repeat basis with you. To me, that's very taboo for someone to say, right. I want a new woman each time and a new couple each time. Wow. I was like, wow. I like love that's... the boldness of mm-hmm. it. And it sounds, I love the boldness. It still even sounds like, ooh, like I said, I'm, I'm, living, I'm, I'm living small. Am yeah. I too much? But I love, like, it's again, like, there's, so there's no such thing as too much. It's just finding <laughs> your, finding your people. Finding your people. And I love that. <laughs> I love the comparison of, like, this guy you know, is looking for a fresh couple each night, and we're like, I texted him twice. It's too much. <laughs> and I used three exclamation points. I used three points. exclamation points. Oh, my God, I called him. And oh. He went at work. And, ah, oh, too much. You know, it's just like, great, what yeah, the hell? Yeah. Totally. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and, and like, one of the things that, like, that I'm feeling really excited about this week, too, is, like, how long have I been running this too much mm-hmm. story? I mean, the, my entire relationship with Lee, I'm sure. Actually, before, because yeah. I wanted him <laughs> right. very long before. So, but to, I think, like, to really openly share it the way I did last evening and, and for him to share, like, like that like he's not experiencing that. Wait, all. you haven't like, talked about that. Oh, yet. I haven't talked about that. So yeah, so so I've been feeling this too much and I'm running it and it's been I've been in a deep dark <laughs> spiral this week about all of my sensations. Yeah. I, they're just too much. I I'm having too much feeling. I'm having too much story. I'm having too much need. I'm needing too much support. Like all this mm. bullshit that was just like tearing me down. And yesterday I there was just like this big shift and I came out of it and I went to dance, which I again highly recommend. Got to move and like feel into my bigness and feel into my too muchness. And then I was after dance, I was able to share with Lee, like, this is, this is my fear. This is my story that I'm running. It's like, I want to share these things with you. I want to tell you what my, I'm experiencing. I have these, like, um, these, yeah, these 
feelings to to let you know like what I am processing and what I'm going through and how much I adore him and and but yet they're they're tangled in this too much story mm-hmm. and and I'm like there's and he's like well what would be the consequence I'm like well I'd be too much and and you'd run away I would yeah. push you away and and so and he was able to share that he's like. The what I feel, what I'm worried about too much, is like exactly the way he needs Mm, to be loved. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, like I've been, I've held myself back from even having this conversation because the too much was so scary, and to feel that, like, to give this permission of like, no, like I, this too much is exact is his medicine. Yeah, and so that's it. It's like the thing. It's like, and that's what I've, I remember even before in partnership, I was like, I, I want to find a person, my person to connect with. I want to be in my big, full, ridiculous expression at dance, mm-hmm. and I want someone to see me and go, that's my girl. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't yeah. want to have to be trying. I don't want to have to be, like, whatever. Like, I'm just, like, all out. And then, like, and there's that resonance. And so that's... But we can't we can't ever find that resonance if we're playing small, if we're contracting ourselves, if we're right. making ourselves fit. And so I'm just, like, moving through this, like, holy shit, aha moment this week of, like, my too much is like really my gateway to my truth. Mm, I love that. Right? Totally. And anytime I'm feeling that, it's like this, like, it's this invitation to right. be like, where, I'm, there's truth in here. There's yeah. truth that I'm, that my old protective strategy is trying to hide me from. Yeah. And I think that's maybe what ha- like happened yesterday, this big shift. I was like, oh, it feels really good to claim. Mm. I'm really big. Yeah. I mean, I'm really little. Right. I'm 5'1. <laughs> <laughs> But I take up a lot of energetic space, mm. and my feelings are really big. My love is really big. My sensation of the world is mm. really big. And when I allow myself to actually feel it and express it and share it, it feels really good. It feels yeah. really true. It feels really. It feels like my like it's aligned with my life's purpose. Yeah, totally. And as your friend, it's like thank God. Like right? I would. I mean, not that I wouldn't like you if you're small, because that's a whole. That is maybe part of where my anxiety comes mm. in. Is I advertise openly as being a very large big energy person right but then if I'm having a quiet moment I can be like oh my god I'm not enough and this person got together with me because I'm you know I'm very charismatic and loud and active and I have a lot of ideas and I'm I'm a lot of fun but if I'm having a quiet moment it can be like oh you know am I now not enough are they disappointed are they bored even though whenever I've checked that story out with with every man I've ever been with he's been like Boring is not a word I would ever use. Right? And and I have to say, like, as your friend, like, I feel so honored when Mm. I get to feel your softness and your tenderness. Thank you. Because it feels like it feels like a vulnerable like part of you. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, we get to get we get to experience all of this, like the full range. That feels really special. Totally. Yeah, and I feel the same with you. With like right. when, whenever you take up space, I'm like, yeah, right. Like, it feels good. I want your full expression. Yeah, and I, that's part of why I like you. And it because... invites it invites us to. It's like permission to like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you get to do. We all get to do this. Yeah, yeah. And I think as you've been talking, I've been kind of ruminating on this idea that maybe maybe like what one thing that the too much story could mean because I know it could mean many many things but is that it's actually kind of a um, code for like inconvenient Mm. that's something that I could I can feel for myself in partnership it doesn't come up so much when I'm when I'm single or I'm running that story of like "Ah, I'm too loud I'm too bold I'm too whatever you know nobody's gonna like me um 
or nobody's gonna want to be with me. I mean, people like me, but like they don't want to necessarily like hitch their wagon to the, <laughs> the whatever. I totally this, get that. This yeah. Large person that I am, <laughs> um, or personality, and so. So it's not that one. But when I'm in partnership and I have some of those feelings, because those do come up for me too, like, yeah, the worrying about being needy, all that stuff. I really was thinking as you were talking, like, yeah, that what we're really, what I'm really talking about or feeling in that, my worry in that moment actually I think is that this is inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Like uncontrollable emotions that I'm having, uncontrollable needs that are arising in me that I cannot quash you know I mean we've tried like right anyone who's tried to control their emotions knows that that's a really losing battle you know like yeah we can stuff it and then we get physical symptoms or you know yeah. or we can't think or resentment yeah, or, all this all, yeah horrible stuff so happens many. and we're still kind of the feelings are still in there anyway it's not like they can go away so I think that I'm just questioning and curious about how you think what you think about this that like actually what it Part of it is like this is incon- I'm being inconvenient, yeah, and I shouldn't be inconvenient to my partner. You know, like you were saying, I have to be easy. I got to be the the cool girl yes. that's like, you know, doesn't have any needs and that isn't demanding of him. No or worries, that. lol. Totally, that's, that's like my code for I'm cool. No worries, lol. I love like, that. Ugh. And yeah, because I was thinking about you know like being inconvenient, being high maintenance. You know these things that yeah. I feel like we've all at least our generation's been taught to not be and how how that really goes directly against infinite relating because infinite relating is all about reality you know yeah. it's about being with reality and really not worrying to the extent that we're able yeah about someone else's experience because that's actually not our business right. and that's part of why our relationships are so successful right now and why I'm not in a panic 95% of the time the way I normally am yeah it's because I'm really living the truth that yeah, Max's experience, anyone else's experience is is not, you know, uh, from a spiritual perspective, is not my responsibility. You know, I think in all these conversations, and I feel like I wrote a post about this recently, like, certainly, there are ways that we can be too much, you know, like, there are ways that I feel like I can be too, too pushy, too aggressive, I yelled at people, you know, like, there's ways that I feel like I really can withhold information, like, right. You know, it's not that it's not, I feel like it's important to, to name here because I think it could be misconstrued that if it's like, well, my partner's, because I've done this, <laughs> like, not my problem. Like, my partner's right. response is, you know, my partner's response is their issue. So, like, you know, it's like, love it or leave it, which right. is true. But and. also, <laughs> yeah, also there's ways that I personally have acted like an asshole in the past and been like, that's just my truth, dude. You know? Right. Yes. No, I really appreciate that because there is like this kind of toxic bypassing yeah. that, that it can be construed into of like, yeah, that's my truth and you just have to deal with it. Right. Here, here's my radical honesty as totally. I like, you know, you know, stomp on your feelings. Right. And there, I think there's a, there's a difference. It's like the authentic expression to muchness versus my projection or coping mechanisms or denial or like like that I think that's the difference it's like when when I'm in my when I'm in my authentic expression that is a very personal personal that's me in my experience but if I'm pushing over into other people's space right if I'm projecting if I'm yelling if I'm bullying if I'm manipulating like any of those strategies then that is something yeah I I I want to be mindful and I don't want to totally. be doing those. And though and those can be hurtful and those mm-hmm. do require ownership and repair. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that's really worth noting because yeah. it is it is yeah, there is that like toxic, well it's 
you know, I'm not responsible for your feelings, exactly. so that's your problem. It's like, like gaslighting in the spiritual yeah. world that can mm-hmm. be used. Yeah. And that is not what this is. Yeah. And I'm thinking about, you know, I'm just thinking about like, how do we make that distinction? How do I make that distinction? And my current idea of this moment mm-hmm. is that um, if I'm trying to control the outcome through my expression, that's something that I'm going to look at on my side, on right. my side, like, and that could go either direction. You know, if I'm trying to play small or not have a need, suppress my needs or diminish my expression or be convenient, you know, really the point of doing the whole, re- the only reason to do that is to control an outcome, you know, right. is to try to say, try to dictate the course of my relationship to keep him interested in me to not have him feel overwhelmed. You know, it's all over there. It's all about like managing his that, experience. Yeah. And like, or to, to make him feel a certain way or right. I want him to feel something cause I feel this. So then he's supposed to feel something right. yeah, like that. And yeah, any part of ma- managing their experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that that also for me can go with the, uh, the other end of the spectrum. I was talking to a friend about this the other day, how I've, I've really drilled down on the nuance of when, when I share an emotion that I'm having, mm-hmm. especially anger or disappointment or hurt, um, it can be really easy for certain of us to be like, well, I'm angry about this, mm-hmm. you know? And really that's code for you need to do something about it now. Because ah, <laughs> you know? like, I'm like, I, I am I'm softening to anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel it is. It's it's a really can be really informative yeah. Oh, yeah. emotion like when something's up but yeah when it's the projection of anger and, and it's your right. fault and you need to do something different right. or you caused this anger totally yeah yeah and how often you know I've done that in the past and just you know thought thought that I was like well I'm just sharing my feelings you know like all right. I'm doing is sharing my feelings so like that's it that's all I'm doing but if I investigated not very far below the surface of right. that was a total, you know, was, was, it was an attempt to control, to get yeah. him to do something about my feelings or to change his behavior. That right. was probably the right. deeper thing is like, well, if he knows I'm mad about this, then he'll know not to do it next yeah. time. Right. You know? Instead of openly addressing, Hey, you know, X, Y, Z happened. I'm feeling really, usually I'm actually not mad about it. Usually I'm scared, mm. but it acts like it's like the fight response. And I'd like to discuss this, you know, right. like two adult humans, rather than being like, well, you live to please me, and I'm not pleased right now. <laughs> Ooh, so, you, I love you'd it. better change something, buddy. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, I, I really am appreciating the, because it's really, it's really easy to have, like, declarative statements, you know, mm-hmm. about, like, what works and what doesn't work, and the too much and the not enough, but there is so much nuance in reality of how these things come out and how they're expressed. And we're not, we're not perfectly healed beings and we're never going to be. So I might be, I might think that I'm expressing in a really sovereign way and still be have using some of these strategies Mm. of of projection. And and, 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 yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, that feels, that feels worth, investigating worth yeah just like this idea of pleasing because I realize that the flip of that is also something that I encounter and I think a lot of people do is like oh my partner's not pleased and so then I need to change I have to like scramble and try to figure out yeah either I'm not pleased and you need to change or he's not pleased or they're not pleased and I need to change and just this whole concept of like the you know 
the point of partnership is to please each other or like mm. it's just not you know that has prohibited me from being myself in like every relationship up until this yeah. one you know like every single one where I've been like okay he's unhappy that's my fault the point of relationship is to make him happy Ugh. and therefore you know I must be doing something wrong and something must need to change if he's unhappy even for one fucking second right you know? I right mean, it's like compulsion or the point of the point of why have a partner if I'm not happy with him? Like, Which why? There's some truth you know? in that, mm-hmm. and we're not going to be happy every moment. And there's going to no. be and, and it's not his gonna, job. No, and it's exactly it's yeah. not his. It's not job. his job. It's not my job. And I think that that's why I love infinite relating. Is there's this new game of like, I'm just actually going to connect with you as a person, right? You know, and I'm going to be my person, and you're going to be your person, and we're going to get to interface and. Yes. And like have really, adventures and have conversations and learn about each other and learn about ourselves. Right, and, exactly. Yeah, and learn about ourselves. Like that feels really relevant. Like, oh, I'm learning the way I respond in in connection with another human being. Yeah. And usually, when there's any um, any challenge, there there's something to learn. There's something to learn about myself. Yeah. Yeah. There's some self investigation. Even let's say, let's say my partner did something really really hurtful and really mm. like unconscious or what yeah. you know and like broken agreement or whatever um Boo. i know but exactly <laughs> Let, let's say not that i mean lee's amazing I wish I, but not but you lee not, not you lee you. no but let's say that happened <laughs> and 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 it looks from the outside the old story is it's all blame and i'm like mm-hmm. you know here's this person and i can just cut him out and there's nothing but even in that, even if it it ultimately looks like, and it, it there's a lot of responsibility on the other side, there is so much to learn about myself in that. Yeah. And I caution not to victim blame because I'm very like, it's but it's like, but I get to I get to know like how how do I what resources do I have within myself when something like this happens? Like what sensations does it bring up? What there's just there's so there's so much self discovery. Yeah. In it. Yeah. That, um, yeah, like being in relationship, it's, I, it's such a gift of getting to know myself. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we'll, and then we get to decide together. Well, we'll fill out together, you know, where the, where the repair goes and if that's possible in, yeah. in that breach. But yeah, I just like the invitation of like, it's so easy. Cause I think part of it is like, that's where my empowerment lies too. Is like, okay, somebody did something on the other side. We're way off topic here, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> here we're going. If somebody did something on the other side, I the old version of me would really go into my victim story, and rightfully mm. so. Like I'm hurt. Somebody hurt me. I have the right to feel sad. I have the mm. right to need comfort. I have the right to need love. I I have I have the like that is part of the experience, but where my empowerment lies in, is is how I how I respond, what I ask for, what do I need for repair? Is repair possible? Like yeah. how, how I, how I get to build this relationship of trust with myself. Mm-hmm. And that is I, for me, it's like how, that's how I freed myself from being in an abusive relationship is like, I trust myself. Mm. I know I have the resources. If, and when something like this happens, yeah, I have the, I'm, I have ways to take care of myself. Yeah. I don't know how I got over here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel way, but I think it's just kind of like we're we're not gonna do this perfectly. Yeah, we're not. We're 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 gonna overstep and yeah, and we're gonna learn about ourselves yeah. along the way. 
Yeah, and I mean, I think it absolutely relates to the too much, not enough topic because it just feels like another example of what you're talking about. Like, something happens, in finger quotes, whatever mm. that something is. Right. And then I start having stories and thoughts and feelings and that's so much of what we've both been doing differently in these current relationships and with Infinite Relating is investigating, looking, you know, instead of just buying the, the very first thought we have, like, right. oh, this must mean I suck. Right. <laughs> or this must mean he sucks. Or this must mean I'm not worth, yeah. you know, sticking around. It's whatever. We yeah. have all these, these, you know, first stories that come and just really questioning those. And I think that... Um, one thing that I've been thinking about all week too, for some reason, <clears throat> and that we've been talking about is how you said a couple of weeks ago, and I wrote it down on my phone because mm. I do that with very simple things people tell me that <laughs> are mind blowing. And you said my nervous system is never wrong. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. Or yeah, not. no, I do. But yeah, it yeah. was really powerful for me to be like the reaction I'm having is never wrong. The feelings I'm having can't be wrong because they aren't controllable. They just happen. But the reason I attribute to why I'm having the feelings and why I'm, my nervous system is acting the way it is, is off, very often wrong. Yeah. And I think that too much story really plays into that, that like Ooh. there's something happening in our, your body, our bodies, people's bodies. That's real. There's a sensation that's occurring. That's real. There's a feeling, uh, maybe like you said, a feeling of expansion, even ironically, that, you know, there's something going on that's actually real. Which is your truth. It's my truth. Yeah. yeah, Anything. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's real. Cannot be wrong. And valid. But then the, this, it's like the first, it's like the easiest, lowest hanging fruit story to, to tack on. It's like, (laughs) well, it must mean, it must be because I'm too much. Right. You know, and that sort of, I think as humans, at least for me, because I'm quite an analytical person, I'm always looking for. How, how can this make sense? How can this fit into a category so that I understand it? Because if I understand it, it's not scary anymore. Right. So I would rather be not enough or too much than actually investigate the unknown. I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm just feeling how lazy my ego is. Totally. Where every time I'm like, discomfort. Like, it's obviously you're too much, Freya. You're just too much. Like, fuck. Like, my ego's not even trying hard. I'm not even making it work out. I'm just like, yep, you're right. I am too much. I'm a nightmare. Like, oh my God. Case called. <laughs> right. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> it's really it's really exciting. That is really cute. <laughs> yeah. It's really sweet. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's I'm feeling really God, I've been I've been beating myself up so <laughs> hard with this too much. Oh, man. And now I'm like, God, it's such a like yeah, low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. I really <laughs> love that. Yeah, and I think if we could even just or one one thing that I'm feeling right now that feels exciting for me is just to leave the mist see it as a mystery more Mm. see like okay i'm having some feelings i'm having some sensations i'm having some worry thoughts i don't actually know what's happening yet like i don't actually know the conclusion i don't know why and that and to almost leave it a mystery for as long as possible might even be valuable to be like hmm I wonder what's going on. And then as the thoughts come up, like, what if it's not that? What if it's something else? Like, just to keep that, keep it open as opposed to, yeah. Like, I'm so <laughs> grateful you're offering solutions. I'm like, so glad that I was like, oh, what are we going to do with this? <laughs> that feels really, because ultimately it's the first, those, those first reactions, those like knee-jerk reactions are yeah. the ones that are not served. They're the, they're the old patterns. Yeah. So really being in the mystery of it. I totally. Love that. Me too. And I think, you know, there's other common ones. Like we're, we happen to be talking about too much, not enough, which I do think is very um, 
relevant for lots of people. I do think societally, it's more relevant for like women type people or, you know, people raised as women, because I do think that's um, something that is, you know, chronically injected into our culture Mm. for women specifically is like, don't be too demanding. Don't be bitchy. Don't be pushy. Don't be needy. You know, all these things. Right. And I feel like I, I think that there's, um, lots of other of these kind of knee jerk stories that people could run or that I've also run that are different, that I think it's worth, it's worth just like bookmarking that for me, you know, to think like, okay, there's also other sort of, um, just first thought like, oh, I'm not safe. You know, the world's not safe. You know, like that's a really good one. Someone's betraying me, you know, like, or, um, I feel like a common like masculine type, you know, raised as a man one is like, um, this is too much work or, um, now I owe this person something like this mm. person, you know, now I'm, I'm burdened by this person or I'm, uh, man, there's something I'm trying to get to that I feel like I can, I can feel in my male partners and I'm not, I'm not able to like a hundred percent articulate it right now. But, um, or there's expectations put on me. You La, know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe that's, that's I think that's it. I think it's like, it's my job to fix it. Yeah. You know, all these, there's different, there's it's different my, ones. Yeah. It's, I, it's, everything's my fault. That was, that's that thing. Like all of her feelings are my fault. Right. And I'm responsible for fixing it. And right. I'm, I'm wrong and I have to change. Right. And, and her feelings will never be safe right. until I, right. until I change. Right. Or like I failed. That could be yeah. another, another really common one that I feel like I've heard men type friends talk about masculine type friends and like I think that that's also it's so exciting to imagine you know in dynamics I've been in with um male partners where yeah just to just to see this apply to to so many of those kind of blanket like let's figure out what's going on okay it's my lowest hanging fruit story which is that I'm a failure I failed her she's upset it's all my fault because something's wrong with me I have to yeah yeah and, and then, it's, yeah, and I can, it's not just that I have to fix it by doing something, but I have to fix it by being something mm-hmm. different. You know, like that's that. Right. Yeah. Right. Or there's expectations put on me. I'm not safe anymore. You know, I, I better retreat, whatever it mm-hmm. is. I just feel really excited about wait, how the world would be and how my life, because that's where it starts, will be adopting this more and being I, like, okay, I'm having some feelings, I'm having some sensations, I'm having some thoughts. Keep it a mystery. So I, I know. I feel like. <laughs> I, like I don't know is, why yet. <laughs> I feel like this is a really helpful tool. Like I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna use this. Like to be because it's, yeah. If I can write down like, these are my strategies. Like what you know, like when I'm feeling that, it's like, oh, here's my strategy. Right. Like if I, okay, if I've acknowledged that that this is my strategy, and like kind of like shove that to the side. Like what's there? What's right. under it? What's under it? Totally. What is the strategy protecting me from? Right. Like what's really going on? What's really going on? And yeah. not and 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 being comfortable with the question and not knowing the answer. Right. I know you've even said that to me before where I think when I was kind of in a trauma response and you're like, you are not going to find the solution in this energy. Like, right. you know, like don't even try, like stop. Right. Because it's, it's when you're in that space of pain, that's not, that's not the discovery. We don't phase. have our resources. We don't have our resources. Yeah. We, we can't even look at truth objectively. We can't, or kindly or compassionately. Like there's, yeah, we have to like, kind of like let that move through our body. Mm-hmm. and and step into the mystery right and the curiosity. and the curiosity and I feel like it's worth talking about the thing that happened for me last night or two nights ago um I was at an event and I had well yeah okay I'll say it out of order because that makes it more exciting 
I was driving home from an event and started stressing that I think I had texted Max and he hadn't gotten back to me in what four four minutes or something. <laughs> a really long time. Maybe it was forty five minutes. And I was like, Oh, I wonder where he is. And we have a location app, which sometimes is just helpful and practical. It feels so I have dangerous. tortured myself with the location <laughs> app for sure and been like, Where what is he doing? His dot is moving. Where is he going? Oh, it's such so dangerous so feel for my anxious signature. Yeah. <laughs> but most ninety nine percent of the time I don't I use it for practical reasons and I like being able to see where he is. Great. So anyway, he was at unknown location that I didn't recognize. And I was like, what's he doing there? And immediately my mind went to like, he met some girl, he's at a bar, he's making out with her, which is totally fine. You know, that we are in an open relationship. I actually really welcome that energy from him. And? <laughs> and, you know, it's sensational. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But there, but there would be sure. no like breaking of agreements if he were to do that. So that right. I want to make, be clear on. Um and it's something even that lately we've been talking about sort of being ready for. We're like, okay, we've been like, you know, we've had a couple of other, or I have at least other sexual encounters since being together, but mostly we've been with each other and we're kind of like, okay, I think we're at the stage where we're like kind <laughs> of excited to do something about this. So anyway, that was happening and I was like, oh my God, he's making out with someone. He's, you know, he met someone new. Like I was totally oh, going down sorry. that road and I was probably messaging you when yeah. I had the... Yes, I got <laughs> the Oh, that's right. Yeah, when I was like, I got okay. the messages of like, I'm not responding anymore. Yeah, okay. I got the whole thread. It yeah. was great. And then I thought, okay, this is my new practice, is like, what if the thing I'm stressing about is not actually what I... Is not actually what I, what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what we're saying. Okay, I'm running my too much story. I'm running my he met someone else story. I'm running Ooh, my whatever. Yeah. What if that's not actually what's going on here? And then, like we were just saying, to, to investigate, like, what else could it be? Right. And I think it's important in the what else could it be to leave space for both positive and negative things, you know? Mm. So it might be, you know, for example, that I'm, I had a really hard day and I really want some contact with him. And, you know, there's some grief coming up for me about, you know, something's going on in one of my businesses right now that's difficult. And so maybe I just wanted a hug and he's not available. You know, it could be anything. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. And now I'm making up a story that he's with another woman. But that wasn't what it was. <laughs> Instead, what it was is that I had just come from an event where I had a couple of, like, very hot, sexy exchanges with very attractive men. And I had been having just, like, one of them in particular was, like, a wildly wonderful flirt. And it got really sexy. And, you know, we didn't do anything sexual. But there was a lot of, like, um, it was a dance event. So there was a lot of, like flirting and talking about and this is a dear friend of mine so it felt very safe and he's a dear friend of Max's too um but lots of talking about like ooh, you know what what if we you know what could we do together like the three of us and like it was super titillating yeah. and I was like getting twirled around and talking about and getting like sort of seduced in this very yeah. safe friendly way um and I was just like flying high I was like <laughs> oh my god that was so hot there's a couple other cute people at dance that I had some flirts with I just left dance feeling very um alive and and turned on and like empowered and open in my sexuality and then as soon as I didn't hear from Max I was like oh it must be him who's who's flirting and who's making out with someone and it it was such a wild moment in the car when I was driving back messaging you to be like oh my god it's me (laughs) like I was the one that was having all these really hot experiences 
And yet, you know, in that period of expansion, my mind made up a story. I got scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and then I just jumped to my mo- one of my most convenient stories, which is he met someone else and I'm going to be replaced. Yeah. I love that story, too. Oh, that's your low-hanging that's fruit. That's another really low-hanging yeah. fruit. Yeah. Oh, ow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I just jumped to that story instead of being like, oh, actually what's going on is I just had a bunch of really hot exchanges and I'm feeling a lot of turned on energy. And I have some part of me that's like, is this okay? Is it okay to feel this turned on while I'm in like a deeply committed partnership? You know, like, is he going to be upset about, about this? Yeah. You're just testing your edge. Totally. Yeah. Like it felt edgy and it felt really good. And like we talked about last week, feeling really good can be a trigger for having these thoughts come up. So I like that as we're investigating the too much story. And I think that does apply to you too. Like you went through a period of high expansion Right before this story hit. Yeah, yeah. Like you were having a lot of intimacy in your partnership and with community. Yeah, I felt so... I went from feeling so loved and supported by Lee, by my girlfriends. Like, I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe... Like, this is my life. This is what I have access to. Mm-hmm. And then and then I just, like, crashed hard. Totally. It, which, yeah, it's such an upper, upper limit. Yeah. And, and just maybe it's part of, like, gosh, like when you have that much much sensation running through you, you're going to feel the vastness of it too. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we can, as we do these things, we can, we can feel the vastness of it without maybe all of the suffering. Right. You know, like maybe limit some of the suffering stories. Oh yeah. And question them, you know, to be like, instead of I'm too much, just be like, I'm feeling really fucking good right now. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Or like, Instead of I'm not enough, for me to be like, wow, I'm feeling, I'm in a very inward, sensitive, vulnerable place, which is which is a hard spot, which can be a more difficult spot for me to feel yeah. comfortable, and to feel the beauty of that, and be like, no, it's not that I'm not enough, it's that I'm, I'm on an inward journey, I'm, yeah. I'm accessing the tenderness of life, which is like part of the rich tapestry of being alive, and it's actually really beautiful, and... Mm. You know, any thought I have that I'm not enough is really only about him. It's not even about me. Right. I don't care. I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm home alone. I'm in my hot tub drinking tea, having <laughs> a cry. You know, I'm feeling great. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with me in that moment. I'm being quiet. I actually kind of enjoy being quiet. It's all about him. It's all like, oh, he's not going to be entertained. He's not going to be interested in me so yeah and those too much feelings I do wonder too like if we can really bring it back to ourselves like yeah I'm I'm wrestling inside I'm having like big feelings I'm I'm expanding yeah and I'm crying and yelling all of these yeah all of these sensations in Mm -hmm. my experience yeah and it's really it's like one of the most profound healing experiences of my life to reconnect to this these big sensations but yeah it's it's when I think of how I'm going to be perceived right especially from people that you know I care about that I value yeah Yeah. and this one infinite relating is the key as always (laughs) because yeah it's like you know explicitly our practice is stay connected to myself don't try to control the outcome right you know I can't I can't I can't be responsible for some it's not in reality, I am not responsible for someone else's feelings, and so I'm going to remember reality as much as I can in infinite yeah. relating. And just to be present with myself and to, to trust that, like you were saying at the very beginning, like me being my whole complete self, me being quiet in my hot tub, drinking my tea, having a cry, and being like, I'm really enjoying this right now. Yeah. You know, and, and to trust that somebody, someone who loves me, like you were saying, or someone who's meant for me will... Will will accept that part of me, love that part of me, yeah. or be indifferent. But you know, it's like it's it's none, it doesn't matter. Like it's just not. 
it's not such a contest. You know what I mean? Right. Like any, you, yeah, you don't have to, like you could have a really beautiful, thriving relationship without ever having to manage the other person's experience. Yes. Boom. <laughs> there we go. That's it. It's infinite relating. Yeah, it is. <sighs> so good. good. Thank you. <sighs> Thanks, everyone. The sauce. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, totally. Really exciting event that Bez is putting on this month because it's October. Yep. October 28th, I'm starting a new event local in Santa Cruz, Bay Area, California called The Sauce that hopefully we'll teach Infinite Relating at in a future month. And then we'll definitely tell you when that is. Since I'm running the event, we're not doing it the first month because that would be a bit much for me. But it's a like sensuality focused community exploration, dance event. We have multiple rooms with lots of fun things going on. It's a place to really explore edges in terms of connection, intimacy. Um, This month, I'm so excited. It's October 28th in Santa Cruz called The Sauce. You can find it on Facebook or find us at the Infinite Relating Podcast group, and I can tell you more, or you can DM me, Bez Stone. Um, I'm really excited because some of my dear friends who run the Light Dark Institute, which is you know, they, they do basically conscious kink, like what we were talking about, you know, middle of the show, like how can I actually accept what I judge to be dark parts of myself, what I judge to be dark desires, but that when you find the right people, they're like, thank God you oh want God. this too. Because yes. I also want this and I also wasn't sure anyone else wanted this. So yeah, we're going to get to dive into an amazing, you know, experience together of accessing the darkness and then going into an awesome uh, saucy dance set so I'm really excited we our community we we love this exploration to really to not only do ecstatic like freeform dance but to get to do it and like access like a really safe sensual container and community totally. it's so yummy and like Yay. life-giving yeah thank you yeah and yeah. it feels good to be more overt about that because there's a lot of you know we live in like dance mecca of the world almost yeah in santa cruz there's a lot of um and i understand some of those people might listen to the podcast and be like what are you guys talking about when you say dance you right know, like, that's true <laughs> like, what does that mean so i don't know like i just rec- i want to recognize that too that in our subculture we know we know we what know dance what means dancing. but to other people are like do you mean a concert and like Right, yeah, I felt good yeah. to explain, try to explain ecstatic dance a little bit more this like episode. Like a substance-free, yeah. like not out of the bars drinking, right. like conscious, free-form dance. Yeah. We get to exp- we get to move our bodies whatever way we want. And, yeah. And when we get to move them together, which is an option, right. not, not required, but when we get to move them together, it can be so yummy. So yummy. And I love, I think the me- there's a meme out there that has a butterfly getting in a convertible getting pulled over by a, a bug oh, yeah. cop so it's like a cartoon the butterflies in the convertible brightly colored and the cop pulls the butterfly over and asks for the butterfly's id <laughs> and the id is the picture of the larva like right. the, the worm or the, the caterpillar the caterpillar yeah, yeah. And the guy, the dry butterfly says, that was before I found ecstatic dance. Yes. Oh <laughs> I think God, that actually explains so... it pretty well. That's really great. Yeah. So anyway, back to the sauce. Um, <laughs> a lot of dances in, in our town and events, and even, you know, at a bar, is not really clear. Like, there isn't a clarity around the container or the intention of the event. It's like, well, maybe I'll meet someone, and maybe I'll have a slightly sexy encounter, but... That's not really necessarily the point. And so is that allowed or, mm. you know, so there's often some confusion right. and um, hiding of sexual feelings or sensual feelings. And this is an event that is not a, you know, it's not a sex party. It's not a play party. There's no nudity. You know, it's not, right. that's not what it is. 
but it is a space where that is it, I'm inviting people to explore that more openly and yeah. to instead of hiding it and shying away from it to shy towards it <laughs> I get to be too much yeah you do <laughs> in ways that are safe you yeah. know and we're going to be super connected as a community so anyway I'm also really excited thanks for inviting yeah, me to talk yeah about absolutely that. yeah hope to see you there bye Thanks for listening to the show. Hang out with us more at infinite relating dot love and stay infinite.